Welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to tournament poker strategy. And now, here are your hosts, Ron Fezbuddy and Killingbird. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. I am Killingbird. As always, joined by my co-host, Ron Fez Buddy. What's up? What is up, sir? Oh, just getting ready. Yes. The time is, is quickly approaching. Countdown has begun. <laughs> it's less I know, and I'm, and, and I'm ready, too, because I have hardly played any poker, yeah. so I'm pretty stoked to get out there and start, and start playing. Yeah, me too. I'm, I, I've played here and there, and just, I've actually played uh, Blackjack Poker. I think I talked about this last podcast. Well, last podcast was actually not that long ago. Only two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I haven't played much um, in those two weeks, but uh, here and there. Um, just really excited to, to just go play some live poker. Yeah. So this is uh, this is essentially our um, our our WSOP warm up episode, I guess you could say. So it'd be a little bit different from some of our normal podcasts. We're not going to go over any specific hand strategy this this podcast, but we are going to talk with. Uh, with T-Twist and Big Dog, we'll bring those guys in a little bit, and we'll have some sort of tips and pointers for people heading out to Vegas, whether you're going out to play the World Series or maybe the Venetian Deep Stacks, whatever it might be, we'll have some tips for you guys. Yep. And we'll talk a little bit about last year, and we'll talk a little bit about our plans for this year. Yep. And it'll be fun. But life at the, yeah, I'm, talk about life at the TP house. Yes, always yeah, a good time. Always fun. Yep. Yeah, so I'm 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 getting excited. I know uh, we'll 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 talk with those guys about schedules and all that stuff. I know you get out a little bit earlier than me, so I'm a little bit jealous about that, obviously. But yep, yep. Well, you know what? We can save that for uh, for when they're on. I mean, I think this is this 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 segment that we usually talk about what's gonna ha- what, what's going on and what we're up to pretty much can be covered in the next segment. Why don't we just uh, go right to it? Let's do it. Yep. So we'll take a uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with T Twist and the Big Dog, Big Dog. on the TPE podcast. If you are looking for the best MTG training site on the planet, look no further than TournamentPokerEdge.com. Tournament Poker Edge focuses exclusively on multi-table tournaments and features some of the best live and online pros. No waiting through cash game videos looking for the occasional tournament video. Tournament Poker Edge also offers strategy articles, forums, a member chat room, and much more. So visit TournamentPokerEdge.com and start taking your game to the next level now. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. Time to bring in Casey Jarzebeck and Tim Kelly to talk a little WSOP. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, Jim! <laughs> uh, oh well, Diphthrong's on the call. <laughs> oh hey, Chirpsky and Hutch. <laughs> oh, I had some burgers. Oh, man, it ravaged. <laughs> hey, Jim! <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. God. I'm just flashing back to the mayhem and the destruction of this house. That will be undergoing in just a couple of weeks. It yeah, won't be I mean, long now. I got out pretty lucky last year with uh, 
with the mayhem and destruction in the house, we never got charged nothing. <laughs> yeah. Run, and and well. I was only there for one week last year. It'll be two weeks this year, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. wait. Just to recap, what did you... We tore down a tree, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, me hold on. I thought it would be a good idea to try and swing from a palm tree into the pool. <laughs> and um, it kind of leaned when Mark swung on it. <laughs> in case the owner of the house is a TP subscriber and podcast listener, uh, we're not admitting to nothing. Yeah, in my dream, Mark kind of <laughs> and it leaned a little bit, and then when I swung on the tree, it no longer leaned. The craziest thing was when that guy was walking by and he jumped up on the wall, and it actually was just a styrofoam wall, yeah. and he fell through. <laughs> Yeah, that that was that was just weird out of nowhere. Oh, well, okay. there was some other pretty good destruction too. Like we had a fire where we burned a lot of the plants in the house and stuff. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's, my let's favorite. Not forget moment. the house was haunted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so wow. We were just talking destruction for the security deposit. We got off pretty lucky, I think. Uh, yeah, ju- yeah. Because just to clarify, Casey said we didn't get charged, which we didn't. But we did not ask for our security deposit back, and we did not get it back. So, my favorite. Right, but I think we made it pretty good because, like, we, like, people were saying palm trees are expensive. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's a palm tree every three feet in bed. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, that tree, that tree alone to bring in and, and plant, and we ruined a couple of them. And yeah, yeah. Um, considering by, by we, I mean killing bird. Considering yeah. <laughs> palm trees like create their own watering system and they're in Vegas, yeah, they're probably pricey. I think those are cactuses. Oh yeah, check that. For the record, Nature Boy Sea Twist. Palm tree <laughs> seems pretty harmless, but grabbing the branches and trying to swing into a pool very bad for the hands. Very very bad. When you start sliding on those leaves, they're like razor blades, man. This is the most chaotic intro to the to the guest segment that we've ever had. We just, we just yeah. walked into the, the the mayhem conversation. My favorite my favorite uh, memory of the summer was, uh, hey, who's up for a late night snack? All right, Casey just decided to grill a pack of hot dogs for himself, <laughs> and, and that was like every every, every other night. And, and he, he put in between two pieces of cheese. That was his bread. Two pieces of cheese. It wasn't. Let's hey, who's up for a late night snack? It was. Oh. We just got home from the bar. We're hammered. Oh, oh I mean, you, you can't fault a guy for going Atkins diet, Diego. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Is anybody? I'm like, oh, get, give me the pack of hot dogs. I dumped the whole pack of hot dogs. I started cooking them. I'm like, does anybody want a hot dog? And everybody's like, nope. And I'm like, not wasting a single one of them. <laughs> now, what I'm really afraid of this year is, Derek, the, the stress balls are returning, right? Yes, they are. Okay, it's got a whole, fre- a whole fresh box. So two years ago, KB has the bright idea to bring 500 stress balls to a house full of crazy poker players, which meant that you cannot walk without being a, a stress ball either whizzing by your head or nailing you in the balls. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Like, Derek, I, I still hear you on the couch that day when you were not looking, not expecting it, and I was 12 feet away from you, and I hit you right in the ear. <laughs> like, and I'm talking like... I didn't let anything. I didn't give up anything. You know what I mean. I let it go. So I'm I'm still sorry about that, bud. Great. The stress what, balls what was last that? year mostly were contained outside, yeah. just because the house had a lot of fragile type things that would not have survived 
a stress ball contest in the house. That house yeah. was the biggest mismatch, mishmash. Oh, it was crazy, man. Of things. It was like a Hollywood sign and then like a voodoo mask. Yeah. Yeah, there was like voodoo masks. There was like gargoyles and there was uh, like Buddhas. And then there was like urns. Yeah. <laughs> and then like no with, ash, with ashes in there. And like a sword and a chalice. It's just like like they couldn't decide what was the theme, so they did a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, depending on what area of, of room you're in, because it wasn't limited to rooms. It's not like, oh, this is the ancient room and this is the Chinese room. It, in each room, it had different, you know, genres, and oh, it was just crazy. It was crazy house. Yeah, and, and if you're like an interior designer, don't go retro with the television. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, we go in there, when, when that TV was hot in 1989. <laughs> was it, like right or wrong? Like I mean, that's yeah. It was, it was a pretty bad TV. tube. <laughs> yeah. For people <laughs> renting houses that want return customers, good TVs, good mattresses on the bed. Yeah, yeah. Now, I remember the first day. I'm like, KB, here's all my money, and I had just arrived to Vegas for the summer, so it was a lot of it. I'm like, yeah. KB, here's all my money. Go get me new bedding, like because KB had the vehicle. I'm like, new sheets, new pillows, new. He's like, I'll take care of you, big dog. I'll take care of you. <laughs> God bless, well, obviously, we're very excited that the uh, TPE house is about to uh, to begin for the summer, right, guys? Uh, yeah. So let's look let's uh, let's look forward a little bit here. Uh, Casey and Tim, actually, all three of you guys get there what in like four days or something? Yep. Uh, I get there on Tuesday the twenty eighth. So yeah, uh, four days. I'm there five, Wednesday. Five more sleeps. Yep. Wednesday the twenty ninth. Insane. I can't believe it's here already. It literally feels like we just left. Yeah. It, it really did creep up fast, didn't it? It did. Yeah, it was really fast this year. You know, maybe I just I mean, don't notice with my son and time just seems to fly by, but it really does. Like, I'm if all of a sudden, boom, I, like, I still can't get my head over it. WSOP starts next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. you'd be the last guy to even know that, Sheets, because I asked Casey like two weeks ago what his tournament plans were. He's like, buddy, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just wake up and play what's going on that day. Oh, like, I love it. Where there's me, I'm total, total like, uh, like research guy, value guy. Yeah. Where my schedule, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know exactly where I'm going to be every minute. Casey's I make, like, I make spreadsheets. I look at the structures. Yeah. Casey's like whatever. I just get yeah. there and play poker. Yeah, it's I can attest that Diego uh, pains over his schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Gave me so sick of me. Like, hey, hey, you got five minutes to talk about maybe what I should play this summer? Like, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, Diego, uh, play poker. <laughs> well, um, you know, for a working stiff like me, you have to plan your vacation, right? I mean, Tim, you know, you got to you got to plan your vacation. You got to yeah. figure out the days you can go. You know, you, you, are you going to take off eight days or five days? You don't. You have to think of that stuff in and advance. Then you got to throw like kids into the mix exactly white family yeah like i i I was just talking earlier with you guys before we actually start recording um the length of time that i'm actually putting into one leg this this particular year like i said i've been doing this for like seven years and i can't find where i've had longer than a seven or eight day stretch because i want to be home with my wife i want to be home to my kids and uh so this leg yeah (laughs) oh what a nice guy he's he's going for the oz Priorities change. I mean, no, not, I can attest to that. Yeah. Not twenty-five no more, right? So, so you're saying your priorities have changed, and you're more interested in poker than your family now? Yeah, I mean, I was getting that. That's all, Kyle. I'm sorry, but uh, you guys are backseat now. It's different. <laughs> so yeah, first leg is going to be like uh, basically two weeks, and 
I come home on the 9th, I celebrate a birthday, and then back out there like the 13th or 14th of June for another stretch, and then probably home again, and then make our way back out for the the big show in July. So what are you playing, Tim? Um, are you playing strictly WSOPs, or are you playing Venetians as well? No, like, for this for this leg, I have uh, like 11 events scheduled um, for about 6K and buy-ins. And two of the, the two of the uh, WSOP events are the, is the 1K and then the $1,500 uh, Millionaire Maker, where they're guaranteeing a million dollars for first place. Uh, opening up the, my first my first event is firing a, a bullet and a re-entry at the Venetian. But my, my schedule is going to be like four or five Venetians, uh, two WSOP for sure, possibly a third. I'm going to cruise over uh, when, when, like when I want to play a WSOP event the following day. I will only play a one-day event, like at the C- at Caesars, or even might take a trip in to Binion's or uh, the Golden Nugget. But I'm not going to let bagging chips get in the way of those two WSOP events. Yeah, right. Yeah, those are big. Yeah, if, if I know it's probably late for anyone if you haven't planned your trip to Vegas already. But and we met, we talked about this on previous podcasts. But that first weekend is really going to be a mega weekend for for the for the average player or the guy who wants to take a lot of shots for not too much money. Um, that Thursday is a 1K re-entry, which is pretty cool. So you have flight, you know, flight 11 a.m. and a flight at 5 p.m. Um, what date is that on? That's the 30th Thursday. I'll probably play that. Yeah, 1K. Um, I'll definitely be playing that. Then Can you tell I've looked at my schedule? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, hey, TPE, the purpose of this podcast is to tell Casey what's going on at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, should be, that should be juicy. Um, and then on the Friday, the 31st, it's a 6 max, 1.5K. Mm-hmm. Did but. you say that'll probably be juicy? <laughs> well, you're playing it, yes. so I know it's juicy for me already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get the same table as you, big dog. It would be great if you guys were at the same it table. It really would be great. Me and Danny were me, me and Danny were at a fifteen hundred one table. Yeah, uh, nothing like silly like a, um like two hours into day one. Like you want like late afternoon oh. day three when you <laughs> when you both have stacks and you actually have like five and six bet <laughs> and fold stacks like both sitting on eighty bigs and just going at each other. That'd be so that'd basically. Be a lot of fun. I'm sitting on hundred and sixty bigs. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my god! If I bust Casey, I'm gonna take the ships and run. <laughs> You can Take just walk very fast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't have to. The good news is the good news is Casey will take it easy on you. He won't three bet you or anything. Like yeah. he doesn't do that to his friends when they're at the table with him. Yeah. KB is a very he moves to my table and we were in the money I think at that point, right? KB. I think we were, yeah. And it just so happens I got like two on his left, and he opens the very first pot, and I'm like, cannot resist. <laughs> <laughs> three bet. And I'm like, you know, I wouldn't three bet you like, right, KV? <laughs> I got Jack Seven off. I don't know how I resisted just four bet shot. I forget what I had, obviously, but I don't know how I resisted just putting it in. Probably because I'm a nit, but it's <laughs> not the point. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people get caught up in uh, the fact that, I mean, there's more to the World Series of Poker being uh, going on in Vegas than just the Rio. And don't don't you can you can set up a whole vacation or two weeks oh, yeah. with just running. Not not the World Series. Venetians, Caesars, Magastacks, Golden Horseshoe, and then Binion's runs their little, yeah, you know, at the same time. And, and those are probably a- just about the softest tourneys in the world because yeah. anybody who's you know going to take a shot are going to be taking W shot, stop shots. 
So those just become a lot easier, you know, especially things like the Binions and the wins. And, like, I think even KB Final Table 2 wins. Like, how hard <laughs> Oh, man. Ouch. <laughs> but the other thing is, is as well that gets lost is you can hunker down at the WSOP. They have a 3 p.m. $265 deep stack every day. Um, they also have a 6 p.m. Uh, yeah. not severely deep stack. I think it's probably 8 or 10K. But the 3 p.m., you're getting like a 15K starting stack. Yeah, they, I mean, those those have really shallow structures, and they go really fast, but they are truly like 2004 all over again. The play is just... It's horrific. It's horrific. But, you know, I don't know if you saw the, this, uh, uh, Tim and, and, and Casey, the, the Rio announced, or the WSOP announced the Rio Carnivale, series i have seen that yeah it's basically replicating a circuit event over the course of the summer on mondays and tuesdays uh at the rio um so 365 and 580 tournaments uh every tuesday are they ring events uh i don't know i don't know that no they're not they're not they're not rings but they are the same structure as the circuit events the 30 minutes i only play for the gold well i think they do have a well so so basically every monday tuesday they have a, a 365 and a 580 um, no limit, and then they have like an, uh, an eight an eight game and a PLO. They just have like a a, a different um, mix game every week as well. And then are they doing, opening a new room? I don't know what. No, well, it's a Monday and Tuesday, so those are not as big events as the you know Saturday, Sunday, ten one K and one point five. They still have the two sixty five deep stack and stuff, right? Yeah, right. Because that usually fills like that's true. That usually fills quarters or or so of the. Uh, Amazon. That's true. Well, I, and then, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the 265 <laughs> deep stack at 3 p.m. is better than a $365 buy yeah. on circuit. Yeah, you're you're right. Like the 365s on circuit nowadays get between five and 600. Some days these 3 p.m.s can get you know 800 yeah, thousand. I would both, really though. disagree with you though if it's the structure is the same as a circuit event. Those that structure is way better than the 265 deep stack structure. Way better. It is, but, but the structures but, yeah. there are now 15k right at the, on the circuit and like uh, the 365 is going to be 10k. So it's a, it's a slightly different. I don't know what they give you. I don't remember what they give you. But but you don't have to choose because the 365 starts at 11 a.m. and then you know the the deep stack starts later in the day. So you could actually play both, uh, and then they they're doing a one point six five uh, one thousand six hundred seventy five that starts <clears throat> excuse me on uh, what would be day three of the main event for everyone who's busted out at that point. You could play that, which probably get a decent prize pool. So anyway, they just added that. So that's that's in addition to the Venetians and the Caesars and the Win and the Binions. There's that other one who people don't just don't want to leave the Rio. You could play that. Yep. Right. But, but we didn't even mention the Saturday, uh, the big one of the first weekend, the, the Millionaire Maker, uh, which is a 1.5K re-entry, once again, an 11 a.m. and a 5 p.m., uh, which the guaranteed first place 1K, uh, 1 million for first place. So that is going to... Is that one starting day? Just one... Uh, one two, two, two flights, two, one starting Right. Yep. Right. Gotcha. Uh, two I'm, flights, one starting day? How does that work? 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Same thing for the 1K uh, on Thursday. They, they, they're starting a... They're only playing eight hours each flight, and so it's one starts at 11, a little earlier. They usually start at 12. Um, this time they're starting at 11, and then they'll have a three, you know, a, a, a flight B at 5 p.m. And are they re-entries? They are re-entries. Yeah, not rebuys, but re-entries. If you if you bust the morning flight, you can re-enter the, the evening flight. I mean, think about it. Those 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 one Ks and those 1.5 Ks 
a lot of people are gone after six hours. So, and, and you can register up to two hours in, I think. Um, right. So, you know, you do have seven hours, basically, and most people bust within seven hours. So unlimited re-entries during a no, no, time? No, no, it's just a one entry each flight. Oh. Yeah, it's not unlimited. Oh. It's not a rebuy. It's a re-entry. Well, I mean, I don't know if you would call that a rebuy when it, it's different because the re-entries, that's what they're called at Venetian, you can re-enter as many times as you want. Fair, as long fair as enough. This one is a its a multi-entry. They would consider it a multi-entry. Okay. So that's yeah. the terminology. Yeah. I just want to point out Diego was not correcting me. <laughs> <laughs> well, for for me, I mean, this, this is the tourney that I'm looking forward to most on this first leg. Yeah. You know, that either. usually means level one good game. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> but uh, that's okay because I got it in good. Um, I'm really I, interested, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's such a huge payday. Um, I like the 4,500 chips to start. The structures at the World Series are incredible for time-wise. What do they start off? 25-25, right? Yeah, they really like do. Like an hour. I mean, even though you get only 4.5K chips, it's 25-25, then it's 25-50, then it's 50-75, then it's 50 100. So yeah. four hours in, you're still pretty, you know, and you're probably, you know, hopefully doubled up by then. My, my guess up. is the plan is 10 hours, 10 levels, right, and then bag chips. I think it's eight hours. Yeah, like man, that's that's eight levels, and there's no there's no like lunch break or uh, sorry, there's no dinner break or anything like that on those. You just plain straight. I like that because the yeah. dinner breaks are such nonsense. All they the are. Time. Yeah, and, early and, on. And it's great to get two flights in, right? I mean, you, if you bust, you get another shot at it. For people like me who are traveling in for five days, you get as m- a maximum number of tournaments in. Yeah, for people like me that can't afford the two shots, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just scraping it together. That's why I play scared. Well, and that's one thing I'll mention to the TP Nation is this is my first trip to Vegas in the summer, um, basically on my own dime as well. I mean, Casey and I have been doing business together for so long, and I have a zero red number, and I'm like, I'm playing everything live on my dime this year, and he's like, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's a little more exciting. It's way different. I sold a couple pieces here, but at no markup, just if you want a percentage, like, here, let's let's have, let's go with it. but yeah, so that's it's it's different exactly. poker when yeah. there's more on the line as well. Yeah. So it's gonna, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, and that weekend concludes um, for to spend more money with another 1K on that Sunday, which every week they every weekend they have a, you know 1.5 on a Saturday and a 1K on a Sunday. So for so yeah, I noticed I, I did actually browse at the schedule like there's a 10K heads up this year, and I think last year it was a 25K, wasn't it? Uh, yes, there. Was, yes, it was. Uh, if not last year, they brought it down, or it was two years ago. I know for sure it was twenty five, but I think last year was twenty five too. So and it, it seems they like they down. brought down some of the buy-ins. Like I could have <laughs> sworn there was a five k shootout last year, and this year I think there's a fifteen hundred and a twenty five hundred. Yeah. What do you? That, and when a, you got, there's when a one point five k. I'll just I'll just throw into to that point. There's a one point five k the week of the uh, on June twentieth. Shootout. Oh, shootout. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said fifteen hundred. Yeah. What was the oh, buy-in, yeah. Casey, last year on that one you got 24th in? That was a 1,500. 1,500? Okay. Yeah. But you played the 5K shootout as well, right? Yeah, I did. I got, we don't, I, we I don't need to talk point. about that. Yeah, if you want to talk about the 1,500. <laughs> no, you played 24th in a World Series event is deep. Yeah. That is deep, deep. That is deep. Not but deep. also and, the summer and, before that, you did that as well. You had like two... Two top seventy-five finishes in like three or four thousand player fields as well, right? Yeah, I think it was two, three years ago now. Yeah. 
So yeah, two years ago was a little. Depressing. Yeah, two years ago was awful <laughs> for the big dog. I think I was like oh for twenty five two years ago. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, wow. it was not a fun time. So Casey, how long are you uh, coming out for? Um, I have not booked a return flight yet. I uh, I'm coming out on the twenty eighth, so in four days, and then uh, you know my son is you know sixteen months old now. Right. So it's gonna be tough to be away from him. Um, so I'm probably just planning on coming home, you know, sometime near the end of June, just for a few days so I can see him, and then right. I'll probably come back for the main. Right. So I'm going to be out there most of the time, but I'm, I just can't go the whole six, seven weeks like I have in the past and, uh, and not see him for that amount of time. Because yeah. Skype is great and everything like that, but they don't really recognize you on Skype, and it's just not the same. You can't touch them. You can't bath them, you know? <clears throat> yep. I know the not feeling. The same. Not the feeling. Not the same. And Tim, when are you uh, leaving and, and coming back? I'm there on Tuesday. Um, Mark, Casey, and I we get the house and we break it in for everybody. Right. And I'm I leave June. I'll 9th. break in your bed, Diego. Don't worry, brother. <laughs> Looking with, forward to with it. With Mark. Oh, I'll, I'll by myself. <laughs> I leave on uh, June 9th. Okay. My birthday's June 10th. There's just slipped that in. So I'm coming home for my birthday to spend that with my wife and the kids. And and it's like the 12th or the 13th. I'm shooting back out. So nice. And that'll be another like two-week leg again. And, yeah. And then uh, I haven't even thought of July yet. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. It's just so long. Eh? It's not like a circuit event where it rolls in for 12 days and you get a pile of events. This is seven weeks. You got 50, 60 events. I mean, and yeah. that's only WSOP events. So it's just so... It's a plethora, as they like to say. Yeah, same for me. I'm going to come in for that first week, and then I'm going to uh, you know, go back and come back for the week of the, uh, the 17th. I'm not sure Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday if I'll be coming back. And then, depending on what happens in, in those first two legs, uh, the main event, I'm not sure about yet. See what happens. And what about you, Derek? What's your schedule look like? I get in a little later than you guys this year, unfortunately, which really bums me out, because I know I'm going to be sitting here knowing that I'm missing all the action, but... Uh... But it's it's good. It's my dad's 65th birthday, uh, which is actually today. So happy birthday, Dad! But he's doing a little party on June 1st that I'll be attending, and then uh, and yeah, then yeah, I leave him. 65 or not, throwing a party during the WSOP. <laughs> yeah, I know. You think he could have planned it a little bit better? It, it would have been uh, like this coming weekend, but my nephew is graduating, so they're going to that over the Pretty weekend. Pretty inconsiderate. Like he couldn't talk <laughs> out. I know, right? <laughs> so I'm going to get there a little bit late, but then I'll be there pretty much the whole month of June. I think I go home on the 29th. Um, so I'll be there almost all of June. And, uh, and yeah, definitely looking forward to it. I enjoy that time so much. It's, like just, it's so much fun to hang out out there and you know, hang out with all the... Because we don't, we don't get to see each other that often. I mean, it probably seems like we hang out all the time to people who maybe listen to the podcast and stuff. But, I mean, I haven't seen Casey since the last World... World, wait, did you come to a circuit event, Casey? Yeah, I think we hung. Yeah, you were there with uh, your boys this year in AC. Remember? That's right. There was yeah. So I saw you in December, but that, yeah, that's the only time I've seen Casey. Remember that? Ring a bell? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it usually is like we we get together like in person twice a year, and then there's sometimes a third like some other trip in there. But yeah, most yeah. part is like that December trip to Atlantic City, and then the series in the summertime. Just for a point of reference, there is a circuit event this year in November in Montreal. Oh, that should be if cool. anybody's interested, I'll probably take a train out there. So. Yeah, that might be fun. And I think it's 11 days long, so it should be a pretty good schedule. Nice. We're going. 
Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to Montreal. Yeah, so that might it be, may be a yeah. good TPE uh, trip. Yeah. Yeah, I so, mean, but for the listeners, so you know, I only live eight minutes down the road from Casey. So we get to see each other a lot. But Derek and Diego are far away from us. Yeah, and but, even Mark, you know, like I talked to Mark. Mark is real far. Yeah, probably, you know, most often out of most of the TPE guys, I talk to Mark. We're on Skype quite often. And, uh, yeah, we we only get to hang out once a year because he doesn't come to the circuit events because they're right on the other side of the country. Yeah, he's in Cali. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you'd think he could just get in somebody's carry-on and come over <laughs> for the circuit <laughs> events. But... You would think. Let's put him in a little FedEx envelope and just send him. Yeah, over. it's cheap enough. I mean, those those boxes, like I think those are only like eight ninety five to get in the FedEx box. Yeah, it no. doesn't matter how much it weighs. Right, right. If it fits, it ships. Oh, it's great. All he's right, not so, even on the podcast. He's not even, but he in spirit. He and he, I'm sure he's expecting to get. <laughs> yeah, I, ho- I hope he's listening to this right now. What's up, Mark? Uh, so, so given that this is a strategy podcast, why don't we talk about some things people can do getting ready for the World Series? Um, first off, making a schedule. KB, you're pretty good at at sort of determining what value tournaments. I mean, Casey, Casey just wakes up and decides if he's playing that day or not because he's a baller. <laughs> but for those who are on a budget, KB, any tips for people on looking for value tournaments or deciding what to play or just getting ready for you know setting up a schedule? Well, my uh, my process is probably not as scientific as some. I know, um, you know, there's some people who do formulas and stuff to determine like the best structures and all that kind of stuff. Um, I actually, which mean, are you pointing at me? I, I I put into the 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 WSOP thread a spreadsheet that I I created. Um, oh, those formulas. well, yeah. Diego, do you I was... know how much of a loser you are? Or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I I I know who I am. I've accepted it and. <laughs> Being this uh, age, yeah. not going to change. So you do know. <laughs> I like to just say I'm informed. <laughs> See, Uninf- so for me, like, loser. like I, I feel like I, I have a pretty good idea of, uh, of what, like where some of the value is and stuff like that. But it's more based on experience because I've played just about everything out there. I've played the Caesars series. I've played the Venetian. I've played Binions. I've played Golden Nugget. I've obviously played the WSOP. The win. The win. Yeah, I mean, I, I played almost every tournament and. I always, pre- I pretty much always point people, you know, if they're like, oh man, you know, W sets are way out. Pretty much can't make money but... at any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can cash at all of them, but I can't win anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, when you know, some people are like, well, I can't really afford to play like, you know, W sops and stuff. What do you recommend? I just always point people to the Venetian yeah. because it's just such a nice room. The dealers are good. The floor staff is good. Food is good. Like everything about the Venetian is pretty much good. With the obviously only exception being that the owner is seriously anti online poker, um, but other than that, yeah. you know it's a great venue and they just put on a great series. Um, yeah, and this structure is so so much deeper. I mean, a one K Venetian compared to a one K WSOP. That's you know, it, while it's it's um, deceiving a little bit the one K, even though you start with three three K chips on the WSOP, um, you start with so so many more chips and and the levels are, are just as long, I think. So uh, yeah. Venetian 1K is probably placed twice as deep once you get past the first couple of levels. No, it's actually, right. I actually, it's like the Venetian 1K plays deeper at the beginning. The at beginning, the end, okay. the levels get way worse than the WSOP. That's actually probably true. Way yeah. worse than the WSOP 1K or, one, or the WSOP 1.5K? E- either one. Either one, at, at a point, the Venetian catches it, and it just... Uh, it gets really, really, really fast because they finish all theirs 
you know, they have like five times the amount of chips in play. Right. You know, you're starting with 15K as opposed to 3,000, and they finish in two days. So you, right. you really need to ramp up that structure to get it done, and they do. So would you say the first day is a lot deeper, and then the second day is a lot, lot, lot quicker? Is that, yeah, at yeah. some point it does, it does, it does. Like the WSOP stays good the whole way through. Right. Even at the end, yeah, people do start getting short or whatever. But it's not like the Venetian where you could be like with forty people left and average stack is fifteen bits. Right. You know the WSOP never really gets to that until the final table, and it's just gone on so long. Everybody's got fifteen or twenty bits. Usually the play is a lot deeper near the end in the WSOP. Gotcha. And what about at the bubble? Which which one plays deeper around the around bubble time? Like I, I would say probably around the bubble time is probably pretty close to pretty the close. Same. Yeah. Okay. One thing no, I, I would wanna... have to look into it, and we yeah. all know I'm not going to do that. <laughs> one one thing I, I want to add to the strategy of it all is when you get into the meat of like the middle of the summer, middle of the schedule, target the days that there is not an. Um, no, when there's no no limit events at the WSOP, because those are the days. Like this isn't this is old yeah. news, but it's just kind of a gentle reminder that the days that there isn't a no limit event at the World Series, the Venetian events absolutely explode, and you can get like a twelve to fourteen hundred player field in a four hundred dollar buy-in right. because there's no no limit event that day. So go uh, if for all these junkies like Diego, I don't think who, there's many days at all there, with no there no isn't. Limit. There isn't. You got to really find them. Something they'll have like to deuce to seven triple draw in the morning, and it'll be like a stud bracelet day. And and, and I doubt there's a day like that at the WSOP this year. It, there has been in the past. It's always been that. So maybe I haven't torn the schedules apart to find those. I kind of looked at the schedule, and there seemed to be like, like I'm pretty sure there's a no limit or. You know, something that plays very similar yeah, to no limit right, every time. You, what I'm trying Even to say is, even if it's like a pot limit, no. Um, Hold them. That's right, but here's but, my point. It might be a day when the no limit event is the 5K shoot. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there'll be a no limit event, but it's not like your weekend warrior type WSOP event. It's not your, um, it's not your highly skilled professionals who. What I've always found is all the WSOP. Isn't that the day you want to stay clear of the Venetian? Well, I mean, what else are you going to play? Yeah, but then the, all the no limit specialists are suddenly playing. The Venetian. No, yeah. not not on the date. Well, I, I what I think is optimal is you find the day where the no limit is like a three k or a five k, and then all those guys are playing the w, you know the, you know the wizards are playing at the, the WSOK or five k. Yeah, and then and well, then, that's that's a different theory yeah. than the one that Tim's putting. If somebody, if I agree, if there's a three k no limit, then the Venetian's going to be super soft. Yeah. Because anybody who's anybody is going to be yeah. playing the three k no limit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's that's basically what I'm trying to get at as well. Like the whole nutshell of it all is those days. There's certain values in tournaments, and you got to pick them. Yeah, yeah, and and the other thing is, uh, man, stay away from tourneys that, in my opinion, that you can't satellite into. Like you want to sit down at a 5K no limit buy-in. Like there's no one's sitting down to satellite into that. People are satelliting into millionaire makers and 1Ks, and then obviously main events and stuff like that. Right. The, the the 5K events at the World Series of Poker is just filled with complete sharks. Yeah. So. You spend your money wisely. I don't think the weekend yeah. warriors are coming down to shoot a 5K off anyway. No, but they come down when they're going on to get the the twelve or thirteen hundred player field at the Venetian. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah, and it, and it and don't like there's a big difference in fields between the four hundred dollar Venetians and the one K yeah, fields. Like absolutely. there, you know, 
actually one of the one of the tournaments that me and Casey were at the same table at last year was a one K Venetian, and it was a pretty tough table. I mean, Casey was obviously there, but there were like three other really good. Yeah. Like online MTT Wizards. Didn't you two final table at 1K together last year? No. Um, I don't you think final so. t- or we both went deep in Opinions 1K, but That's they were just attorneys. And then, you know, you guys went over there. I remember you guys were saying how shocked you were, how sharky the field was once you got over there. Right? That Binions 1K was the toughest field I think I've ever seen. The one yeah. that, yeah, the one that you uh, went deep in. Because there was only 150 players or something, and they were all pretty good. The one I yeah. went deep in, there was like 400 players, and there was some softer spots. Unfortunately, the 70-year-old guy that 7-bet you was not one of the soft <laughs> spots. Didn't he 7-bet I mean, show it? Yeah, he he got taunted into showing it. 7-deuce offsuit, 60-year-old man. But we went over that story so many times, I can't yeah. relive it again. Cause, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Casey, Casey, are you playing any mixed events? Any um, you know, it's... Like, let's say I go in there and I win the Millionaire Maker, you know, and I have a great series and I'm off to a good start. You, There won't be a WSOP tourney I don't play. Right. You know, if I got shot at Player of the Year or whatever the case may be, um, then I don't mind shooting off $100,000 because I'm already, you know, profiting for the series. And, yeah, I'll play some mixed events. But I'm going in there with, you know, the role I'm prepared to, to go in with and – you know, I'll blast that off accordingly and and see how that goes. But yeah, if if I start off good, right. even if I have a hundred cake hit or whatever the case may be, then yeah, you'll find me in the uh, in a lot of mixed games as well. Yes. Yeah, Casey, you're actually really good at. Um, I mean, we were kind of making fun of you for your flexibility, but it's actually kind of impressive. Like, you, like you actually go for kind of like the best value, but also what your feeling up to playing, I guess, is yeah. the best way to describe it. Like, I mean, there's I days where we wake up ego. and... Like, uh, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to shoot off the 10K PLO mix, rebuy, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to play the $600 Venetian. Yeah. Because, yeah, there, you know, I feel like yeah. there's more value in that. And for me, it's, yeah, I, I, I want to win a bracelet, no doubt about it. But if I can, you know, play something that is so much absurdly softer and hit for 40K and free roll, you know, half the summer on that one tournament, I'm going to do that as opposed to, you know, playing something that is full of specialists that I have zero edge in and uh, am actually the fish in the group and have to run way above expectations to min catch. Yeah, right. That makes sense. That's not my thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty smart. And then, Casey, just be honest with yourself and us. Like, would you have thought this, had this way of thinking 15 years ago? Like, if you're a 25-year-old guy right now, it's tougher for them to wrap their heads around this, isn't it? Yeah, I, and, and not to mention the fact that the difference is a lot of those 25-year-old guys are backed. Right. You know, True. they don't have kids. Um, I'm not backed. Everything, you know, will be on my own dime. Um, so it's a little different for me, you know. Right. i got to go in there and, and do my thing. And, and, you know, I don't mind losing, you know, 30, 40, 50K or whatever on – the tournaments I'm prepared to play, but I don't want to shoot off uh, the 10K heads up just because, you know, just because it's a WSOP event when I don't specialize in heads ups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that makes sense. You know, I will if I've hit for 100K already, but I won't if I, you know, if if I'm watching my bankroll or whatever the case may be. Right. And I don't even Thanks, sell pieces yeah. of myself. A lot of people do that. 
But I don't even like doing that because then if I win, I just want to stick a needle directly into my pew. <laughs> yeah, you're more of a last longer guy, aren't you? Yeah, like I, like I just hate I hate chopping up money and, and giving it away to people. Especially right. people when you, you sell percentages, it's usually generally somebody that you don't know very well. Like I don't mind if KB and me swap 5%. That's all good. Uh, but I, I mind if Joe Blow from, you know, Toucan Sam area buys five percent at one point one, and I have to give him a hundred grand. Right. Kill me. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that you got a little bit of gamble in you too, in, in you as well, and you'll you buy pieces of people and enjoy doing it. Yeah, just for a little sweat ski. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to buy me, call me. <laughs> yeah, see, I I actually take a little bit of a different, well, sort of a different approach. I I sell pieces of myself. And in poker I or just in general, <laughs> both. <laughs> it definitely in life, but like a lot of times, it's it's stuff that I would not have played otherwise. Like I was not wasn't even going to play the Binions one K last year, and some people who can either speak up or not said, "Hey, you know, let me take forty percent or whatever." Yeah, here's five hundred bucks, KB. Go play. Everybody knows who yeah. it was. <laughs> <laughs> I want to volunteer you know but yeah come you know let, we're all going down to the downtown to play binions 1k you gotta come Here's what, how that went is we're going to play binions 1k and you're like i'll drop you off i'm going to play the caesars 165 and i'm like here's 500 dollars. play the 1k put in a little bit of extra and you're like all yeah. right if you're going to take 50 percent and then you final tabled it yeah yeah that's how you do it baby got a hat to prove it love and that. i've been hearing about it for two years now <laughs> Even though it just, <laughs> it just happened last year. It just happened last year. You've been hearing about it for two years now. I love that. Didn't, I, didn't we burn your shirt or something? Because I was so sick of hearing about it. <laughs> oh, no. That was, that was our win shirts that we got. Me and, when me and Mark final tabled that one tournament together. Yeah, there was 11 win. people in it, and they final tabled together. <laughs> I got to hear about it for a year. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb, too, as well. Keep it really short and sweet. I think Mark's going to have a big summer. Yeah, he he yeah. could. He definitely. I really, could. I think it is just even just shooting the shit with him and talking with him about poker. It's just his mind is like compared to where he even was last year at this time. He, uh, mm -hmm. I, I think he's really poised to do some some big things. Yeah, he's big dog trained, so it's definitely possible. Yeah, just need some. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, you're nuts. <laughs> not to speak for Mark, but you know, not not to speak for him since he's not here. He did want to be here, but he couldn't. He's traveling, but um. I think you know the big question mark for him will be he's, you know he's been having these back problems and if he can stay healthy and grind you know twelve hours a day he'll be good to go. And by traveling you mean walking the yellow brick road with the rest of the munch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a little bit jealous because he's basically leaving or he left today right yeah so yeah, he's heading to San Diego to have some fun or something first. Right? Yeah and then he's going straight to Vegas so his his kind of vacation his summer vacation has already started. A little bit yep. jealous. Yeah it's kicked off. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. I think he could have a great summer, and yeah, you know, just be, I mean, he's going to do well whatever he decides to focus on. But he'll, uh, if, he, if he decides it's MTT, I do. I think just hope it gets off to a good start because Mark is much like I was, you know, six seven years ago starting MTTs. Get frustrated really early. Don't realize the variance and swings, and you know, the O for twenty five got to me, but it took me twenty tournaments before it really got to me. You know what I mean? If he goes over right. ten, it yeah. could get to him pretty hard. Yeah, he got kicked in the nuts so hard last year in the like the very first week. Yeah, the very first tournament. Yeah, I, he did he final no he just went deep right or did he final I, table? No, he uh, I think he got like twelfth and he got it in ten oh, yeah. days three for 
chip lead in Ace on River. And he, I mean, he owned the sit and go single table sit and goes last year. Not owned, but he did very well. Yeah, I think yeah. he made like twenty grand. Yeah, I like where his game's at right now. So, so Tim, so yeah. you have a very high percentage of deep runs to live tournaments played. You you do really well in the live tournaments. Any tips, sort of early stage tips, middle stage tips you want to share with everyone in terms of just how you how you uh, how you navigate through the fields? No. <laughs> well, what the no, hell are you doing I, on the podcast? I don't want to. No, um, I don't share. Listen, I, I just the thing is, is it's a lot of money you're playing for. If you can get that out of your head as well, it makes the game a lot easier. Um, it's not like online poker where you ba- basically got 90 minutes to to figure out if you're going to do something this tournament or not. You know, 90 minutes, two hours, get something going. Um, be patient. The cards will come. Um, the, the 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 small contrast between live and online. I mean, I like to dumb things down. Your twenty big blind range becomes like a fifteen big blind range. You can sit on your stack a little bit more. Um, and you know, don't be afraid to to you know to take those. Like you're going to be amongst live players, and I, I still even see it online nowadays where you you'll like rip ten big blinds and get a guy will wake up with aces and then they'll laugh you off the table that yo you just shove there in that spot it's, you know what I mean don't be afraid to take what you've learned from Turn Poker Edge and all the pros here and use it live because Casey and I have always and I'll speak for Casey here if you can be an accomplished online player and bring that game to the live setting you you, you will you will succeed and you and you'll 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 go a lot further than the live guy who's dedicated to live. I believe that. I don't know if Casey still feels that. I'm sure he does. Um, but my, like I, like I said, I, I do have a pretty, pretty decent success in my career for such a smaller um, sample, but live, like you said, you can go over 25 really fast. I can play 25 tournaments in an afternoon online. Right. So as well, be prepared to deal with the variance and the, and the fact that you might just be, building a brick wall your whole summer but yeah i mean part it, of the game it's, it's not going to console you if you you know if you're going out there and you're playing five tournaments and you go over five you, you it'll suck the, the plane ride home just does suck <laughs> and you can't get around it the feeling of busting after playing you know a long day or, or whatever just sucks but um you bounce back pretty quickly so just like just deal with like just feel it right just deal yeah. feel that feeling and know that it's normal and get over it and then you'll be ready to play again in a couple of days. Yeah, like we have one of the best online poker players in the world sitting here with us telling us that I went over 25, played my yeah. best, felt I got it in the best I could. Yeah. Um, there's a good chance he didn't donk off a single stack because he was sick and tired of what's been going on. I can guarantee that, but it's possible. You can go over 25 and don't get discouraged by that. Let me ask you and Casey this. Let's take one of these 1K WW SOPs that give you 3K in chips. When do you go from um, – you know, I'm going to play super tight here because it's early stages and I'm, you know, I'm not going to, you know, get fancy too. Uh, I got to double up at some point. Like what's the, what's the stacks? Like, you've played enough of these, Casey. Like how deep into this, if you haven't, like when you're down to 2.5K with 50, 100, are you, you know. Well, there's you, always uh, different variables. Let me say that first. Like true. for example, if you have some boob at your table who's dry heaving 25 big blinds, right. you can be a little more patient because, you know, you can go down to 14 big blinds and you know you're going to get it in good against them. Right. You know, so there's always different variables like that. But for the most part, I just always, you know, it, live or online, I, I play pretty conservative until I get down to, you know, 30 big blinds. 
if it's pre ante, um, I might start opening a couple. Mm-hmm. If it's post ante, I'll play down to twenty big blinds, and then I'll start looking for three bet rip spots. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's pretty standard, but there's like I say, there's always some variables. If you have some people that are doing really, you know, fishy stuff, and you know, you can flat and then just take it away, or you know, raise and see bet and get it. You know, there's always different variables, but for the most part, those are my general standard rules. Yeah. One of the things that I find to be true is that you can, if you play tight and and you're play conservative early, it, it's better to do that and then go for value because they will they, they they pay off really well. They're just they call you know people call down with with third or fourth best and you can get value as opposed to speculating too much um, against those early players that are are just too loose and, and giving away their chips. I, I will say if, you know if there's members that are taking shots at live fields for the first time. Um, be prepared, you know, like it's a long day. Bring a snack or bring money for snacks. Also, like, bring a sweater or a hoodie because Vegas is, like, a lot of people don't realize this, it's the one place in the world where you go indoors, you put on clothes. You go outdoors, you take clothes off. <laughs> so you can't put on your, you know, shorts and T-shirt and go to the Rio and sit in that room all day long because the temper, uh, temperature in those rooms flux huge. Yeah. When it's full, it, they have the air cranked. So it's, you know, it's hot, but then once people start busting, it gets cold really quickly. Yeah. So, like, be prepared for all little things like that, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, it, it's amazing how cold those rooms get. Yeah. And it can really just dis- make you very disinterested in poker when you're sitting there, uh, like, shivering. Right. So, yeah. yeah, and I'm, na- I'm naturally cold as it is, so I freeze my ass off in those poker Yeah, rooms. we always have that issue in the TPE house because the big dog likes it cold. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Me too. And, uh, I crank the air conditioning, and then KB will be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm, like, laying on the couch with a hoodie on. and like When I when I get to a hotel, I, I instantly put that thing down to, like, 58. It's yeah, like a big for me. <laughs> and wow. when, it, when it only goes to 60? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen lower than 60 in my life. Diego Hook gets into hotels rooms and go down to 58. <laughs> oh, I've been in some, and they only go down to 64, and I call oh. them. I'm like, yo, yeah. my air conditioner only goes to 64. Yeah, why, oh. so cool? why, so, why so hot? <laughs> cool. Yeah, I like it cold. One thing I wanted to... Uh... I wanted to touch on to go back to the house thing for a second. Is it's going to be a little bit in, different this year because we're living really close to the Rio. Yeah, point which, nine kilometers or something. Yeah, in the past we've been, you know, not not far from the strip. I mean, it's probably what a fifteen minute drive to the yeah, Rio, or maybe mi- Yeah, but this year we're. I mean, you could walk if you wanted to, but we won't be doing any of that. Not, um, not so I, I'm kind of interested to see what that does for like. Uh, you know, us being at the Rio. I think we might end up being there a lot more than we were last year. Yeah, just because, just because we can pretty much just roll down the street. So much closer, yeah. I mean, it's good for Mark, who d- likes to fire off the sit and goes. He always has something to play, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of perfect for him because if he does bust the tournament at like four or whatever, he can come and have dinner and then just roll over to the Rio and play for four or five hours. I or mean, whatever. the thing that sucks is we're so far from PT's pub. Yes. Well, at least at least the real PT's pub, the one we like. Yeah. Well, we in fairness, we haven't been to the other ones. True. Yeah. The one there, there's one directly between us and the Rio. Like we walk right by it on our way to the Rio. We but, don't uh, walk by it. We don't walk. Well, by we drive it. by, we'll by it. Drive by it. <laughs> our limo goes past it on our way to the Rio. <laughs> hey, should we give a like a little shout out to the uh, Tournament Poker Edge gathering at PT's pub on June seventh, uh, two thousand thirteen? 
We probably should. Oh, oh did I just do it? <laughs> Starts <laughs> at 8 p.m.? Yeah, so check the forums or check Facebook. It's on our Facebook page as well. There's probably a link on Twitter somewhere. But, yeah, we'll do a little gathering at, the, at our favorite PT's pub in Vegas on June 7th, which was the best night I could find where there didn't seem to be that many tournaments going on. But, obviously, I'm sure people will be playing that day. Uh, but if you bust early, you can come hang out with us. Um, I am not playing that day unless I'm at the final table of the event from the day before. So I'll be there one way or the other, but everybody one else. Way or another, there'll be some TPE pros there. Like I'm hoping not to be there. I'm hoping to be deep in something, but more than likely will be there just like everybody else. And uh, more, there'll be at least a couple of us there for sure. It'll be good. Yeah. This tournament poker edge podcast brought to you by PT pub. <laughs> well, shout out to our boys. Yeah. Cool. And I guess we'll be celebrating T-Twist's birthday at that party, too. Well, it's on the 10th, but if you want to buy me drinks on the 7th, I'm, I'm into that. I'm <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it. Mark's birthday is like the 9th or something, too. Wow. Dang. This is going to be a good time. <laughs> so all are welcome. Very good. Yeah, come on out and join us for that, for sure. Definitely. So any other last uh, tips for anybody who might be going out there to play their first tournament, or maybe even not their first tournament, but uh, but is heading out for the, the Vegas grind here in about four days? I mean, uh, my tips are, are the same. Just stay focused. Be prepared for things that, you you know, are different from online, like the temperature and food and uh, boredom, like bring music yeah. or whatever you need to do to, you know, stay focused and uh, play good and uh, run good. Yep. And and my, for me, I just I've said it before on other podcasts. Just don't if for your first timers, don't be afraid to to uh, soak it all in. You know, allow yourself to soak it all. And this is a big moment, man. This is um, the Yankee Stadium of poker. So enjoy right. it and don't be overwhelmed by it. Yes, this is uh, is this is the elite of professional poker tournaments. And like I've said before, if you're there playing it, there is a reason why you're there. Yeah, you, no one just tried poker for the first time playing dime games in the kitchen last week, and they're shooting off to the World Series. So there's <laughs> a reason why you're there. You're, you're capable in some form. So come down and give us your money. <laughs> and, and, and I will just say that if you are going out for your first trip, um, if you've been looking forward to this, it's worth it. it you're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna live up to its expectations. It's really for if you love poker and and you just plan on doing this one day and this is the year you're you're doing the right thing it's so much fun you're really going to enjoy it yeah and and yeah. you will see phil helmuth and you yeah. will see phil ivy and Absolutely. you will see casey jarzebeck so yep. it's going to happen you will see annie duke okay maybe you won't oh see no duke. she's she's busy <laughs> she's in god mode right now but anyway no so uh just allow yourself to have a good time don't get too stressed out by it don't get too nervous it is just poker it's just uh, at its at the elite level. So welcome, yep. welcome to the club, first timers. And even if you can't make the uh, our little June seventh gathering, I mean, we tweet a lot, like, oh, we're here having some drinks, or we're here getting some dinner. Definitely hit us up. It, Vegas is a lot more fun with people, man. I the first time I ever went to the World Series, I went by myself, and it was pretty effing miserable. <laughs> like, you just bust and you go back to your hotel room and then you watch TV for eight hours. Like, it's way more fun hanging out with people and telling bad beat stories and having some beers. So, yeah. hit us up. We'll, we're around pretty much every night somewhere having some drinks or food or playing mini golf or something. We'd love to hang out. So, find us. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. 
Well, thanks, Big Dog. Thanks, Twist, for uh, for coming in and sharing some stories and some wisdom. And obviously, we'll be uh, coming to everybody with more of that as the summer progresses on our TPE Live podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. So we'll uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back here and wrap things up on the TPE podcast. Later, chirp. Welcome back, everybody, to the TPE Podcast. Thank you to Big Dog and the T-Twist Indeed. for stopping in. Indeed. Always good to chat with those guys and, uh, and get caught up. And, and both of them have had some pretty good live success, so they, I think their tips are always uh, appreciated for sure. Yeah. I, that, always fun to just get into the strategy. What's going to be even more fun is the strategy in the house. Once, once, once we get yeah. there and we start talking about hands and how the day went and, and just – Doing that live with a bunch of friends, and especially pros, <laughs> luckily right. for us, uh, is just the best, the best thing, the best way to, to approach the series. So I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of that, I want to, um, you know, just to give everybody something to look forward to. So if you're perhaps new to TP or new to the TP podcast, um, I want to encourage everybody to get familiar with Tournament Poker Edge Live, which is a little bit of a different podcast that we do um, from live events, and we, you know, we do them sporadically here and there from circuit events and stuff like that. But primarily it's sort of our WSOP podcast. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want to keep up with what's going on with us, um, 
from the live scene out there in Vegas all summer, then go to tournamentpokeredge.com, click on podcasts, and you'll see TPE Live. Click on that, and uh, and you can keep up with us. And uh, and I also have some other ideas that I'm not going to spoil just yet, but some uh, some kind of cool content ideas from a strategy standpoint that I think might be fun this summer. Mark and I have been brainstorming a lot, and uh, and we got some cool things that we're hoping to bring you guys this summer. So I think there'll be a lot of other cool stuff coming out of the TPE house this summer as well. So nice. stay tuned for that. Nice. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. What, uh, what I, I have to, I was going to ask you what event you're most looking forward to, but I have to think it's probably that millionaire maker, right? Um, yes. I, I you know what? Honestly, I'm looking forward to all of them. <laughs> yeah. I really, I'm, I don't, I'm like, that's great. Yeah, sure. Is that the one I want to win? Uh, yeah, but, Right. I mean, going deep in a, in a 1K or 1.5, a normal 1.5K is still just a thrill. And they're all really great. It, it, that one's just – I'm only looking forward to that one just because I think it just to try, it's marketed well um, and, and it'll right. more people. But they're, I really can't say I'm looking forward to that really more than the others. They're all really exciting right now. So Yeah, yeah it's going to be a fun summer. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to the 6 Max 1.5K because 6 Max is pretty fun. And I don't think I've ever played 6 Max Live. So. That's right. We had we were talking when we were kind of planning or, or discussing our, each of our schedules. You had mentioned that you might play that. That will be a fun tournament. Yeah, and then in June we didn't talk about when I'm coming back, but there's a there's a shootout that I'm looking at too. I'm not sure I'm going to make it out there for that or not, but that that would be fun too. Yeah, I played a six max um, at PCA at the Bahama. Uh, nope, sorry, at the Cherokee WSOP event, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a blast. I had so yeah. much fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. If for no other reason that you have so much room to spread out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Instead of ten, ten-handed, tight. Yeah. Someone in the like shower. <laughs> right. It's just so nice to like lay back yeah. and across your legs, actually kind of relax. So. I agree. Fun. Cool. Well, look cool. So, yeah. So again, check out TP Live, and obviously make sure you're you're following all the pros and uh, and you're following Tournament Poker Edge on Twitter because we'll be updating there as regularly as possible, hopefully. And uh, and just as a reminder, T-Twist brought it up, but make sure uh, if you're interested in coming out to the party on June 7th at PT's Pub, we'd love to uh, we'd love to see you and uh, maybe buy you a drink and some cheese sticks or something, <laughs> whatever they sell. So at you're PT's offering Pub. cheese sticks to our listeners. Interesting. Well, it's funny. Somebody actually <laughs> said, like, are we going to buy food for everybody at this uh, party? And I said, at first I was like, ooh, that could get expensive. I'm like, wait, no, it's PT's Pub. Yeah. Like, we could feed we could feed the entire bar for the entire night for, like, $500 or something. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I guess we could probably buy people buckets of burgers and cheese fries. Oh, delicious. So, yeah, so that'll be fun. <laughs> so Vegas, here we come. And uh, first, I guess, you know, you'll see the first – updates and and stuff coming from us in about five days so get ready yep looking forward uh before we leave we got to talk a little bit about tournament poker edge and what's going on over there what do we got shaken yeah some really good um good series right now uh there's a well mike sowers uh guest on our last podcast his series just ended um to a lot of uh, acclaim um great great Premier series, uh, and uh, Danny N13 has a Turbo MTT live sweat. People have been asking for live sweats and turbos, so there you go. You got both of them, and I always love watching Danny play. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and then a very interesting um, theory series from Ben Warrington, Kid Cardiff, um, one of our most popular instructors. Uh, he's turned in an advanced MTT strategy theory 
series. Um, he's doing it in three installments, pre-flop, post-flop, and then um, transitioning online to live. Um, and nice. the first installment is pre-flop, uh, five parts. And uh, it just started today. Uh, so that'll be running uh, for the next uh, week or two. Um, and that series actually is blowing my mind um, <laughs> because I've been so used to playing on the U.S. sites and the live sites. And, and he's you know targeting it towards uh, you know the, the online, the, the, the poker stars in full tilt um, right now. And, you know, just... The, the level of aggression that's that's out there right now is is is, is mind-boggling, and and he has a he has a little different approach. I mean, you know, we we talked several times today about you know Casey talks about playing conservative early. Uh, I, I mentioned about I mentioned it, and generally that's kind of like what a lot of people say. And 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 he he wants to make the point that for me not to oversell how aggressive he is, but I think he's way more aggressive than or, or early um, than a lot of the other pros. So it's a contrasting style, um, right? And it's. And I've been thinking about a lot of the hands and the and it, he just gets incredibly detailed with some of his theory tips, like um, you know how to approach three bending, how to approach positional dynamics. Um, gives examples of you know when you should be squeezing, when you shouldn't be squeezing, um, what to look for, uh, how to you know how to handle you know opens from you know early early position players that went to three bet an early position, a middle position, a late position, like just. It's a. He spent a lot of time on this, and you could tell because it's really detailed and deep. Um, so, that's cool. so it's making me think a lot. Um, and you know, he's he, so so far. I mean, he's got uh, a bunch of votes, and they're all tens. Uh, so, I, I think people are responding to it too. So, uh, that's awesome. Great yeah, I know. I, I know. Part one went up today, and I have not had a chance to watch it yet. But I'm looking forward to it because he's he's one of my favorites, and it sounds like this is a pretty pretty special yep. series from him, so yep. anxious to check it out. Yep, and then uh, we got a couple other series queued up. Uh, Andrew Brokus uh, is continuing his WCOOP hand history review. That'll be back uh, soon. And then uh, Chris Moon and Dow Jace did a... Uh, Chris recorded a live sweat, um, and then they uh, reviewed it together um, after the sweat. So uh, that should be an interesting one to watch, too. I actually haven't watched it yet, but uh, yeah, very cool. So, yep, a lot of good stuff up right now. Nice. Well, we'll uh, we'll be sure to keep the uh, the cool content coming throughout the summer. So uh, get at us, give us some feedback, let us know what you like. Yep, and we'll uh, we'll give you more of it. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Well, thanks again to Tim and Casey for jumping in, and uh, I guess I'll see you in about six days, my friend. Yep. Well, wait. No, no. wait. No, you get up four in about nine days. Yeah. Well, no. Although no, we might, no. we might miss. No, each no, other. We're, we're not. That's the only downside. We're, yeah, I'm not. We're not going to see each other on the first trip. We'll see each other when I come back. So. Well, we might have to see each other, right? If you. Oh, that's right. Leave. That's right. If I make uh, day two or or is it day three of the last tournament? I think it's day. Two. Oh yeah. All right. So we'll see each other. I'm definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a good chance. Of, yeah. So yeah. I'm counting on seeing. Yep. You. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's actually not six days. I think it's actually eight. And if I make know. a final table of one of the early ones, you have to. You obviously coming out for that. You're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell your dad. Early trip. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell your dad. I'll just bring him with me. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll pay. You'll pay I'll for pay for it. I will. Perfect. <laughs> cool. Deal. I love it. Deal. Cool. All right, man. We'll see you soon, and we'll see uh, all you guys listening soon. Hopefully, hit us up. We'll be there, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time guys. on the TPE podcast. All right, World Series. Here we come. Woo.
and takes his place. Fold up, let up, hit me, raise it, baby, stay with me. Log in, intuition, play the cards with babes to start. And after she's been hooked, I'll play the one that's on her heart. Yeah.